Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, today is the the last uh, Tuesday of the month, and we're gonna. This is not our last cancer program ever, but this entire month we've been covering cancer, and today it's on cancer and vaccines. I just came back from speaking at a conference in Oklahoma. And it was a brilliant conference. And some of the stuff I learned there, uh, it, it's frightening and frustrating. Uh, so let's, let's get into this. Um, I want to share with you an article. And when we look at our population, as one in two people are going to get cancer in America, and other uh, developing nations are also getting that increased incidence. So we have to look at the cause. I mean, if I said one and two water buffalo were getting cancer, we'd look at the causes. We wouldn't think it's bad luck or bad genes. Well, here's a brilliant article. Um, and now, this is written by Dr. Uh, Katami. Now, Dr. Katami, imagine this. This is a brilliant gal. Retired professor, former director at both the National Institute of Health and the National Cancer Institute. So I would pay attention when this gal writes, uh, quote, analysis of the data and hidden agenda behind repeated failed outcomes of cancer research and therapy, the status of the American health, safety concerns over the human papillomavirus vaccines, and future research considerations are summarized in this commentary. A closer look at cancer science reveals that a highly power structure uh, in medical establishment versus anti-system and chaos in cancer research, a medical science uh, Ponzi schemes. It's a potent recipe for failed therapeutics that kills patients but generates huge corporate profits. Uh, American health status ranks last among other developed nations, despite the highest amount that the USA invests in healthcare. This is a wake-up call to make sure that the evil part of human being does not prevent the health services that the public deserves. Uh, otherwise, it does not matter how many resources you have. If you don't know or don't want to know how to use them, there will never be enough. Now, get this last quote from her. An answer to cancer and improved public health is possible only by switching the current corruptive and abusive culture of who you know to a culture of what you know. Policymakers and professionals in decision-making roles are urged to return to common sense and logics uh, that our forefathers used to serve the public. End of quote. I mean, brilliant. Because when we look at this, I mean, you got to figure. Let's. She's talking about vaccine and cancer research, so we have to focus in on that. I mean, if you figure, the U.S. gives two to three more vaccines to children than most any other developed countries. Yet we have skyrocketing childhood issues that aren't seen in other countries: asthma, childhood diabetes, food allergies. Today, they just came out with uh, 800,000 kids are now. Um, with the new change in the uh, uh, numbers that they qualify for high blood pressure. I mean, currently, in 1962, they had smallpox, polio, and DPT shots. In 1983, before they had the onset okay, of the vaccine liability, 
it was 24 doses. So when I was born, it was five doses, and they waited till you were about five years old. Uh, now, back in 83, it was 24 doses. Now it's 72 doses of, of 17 different vaccines. Now, if you look at the Human and Experimental Toxicology Journal, uh, according to them, studies have not been conducted to see if this schedule is safe or effective. So let's look at the General Accounting Office. Now, they published um, a, a report in 2014, so this is four years old. But what they found was that most claims, and they're looking at the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, and they found out that this system that absolved the vaccine companies of any liability that was supposed to facilitate the settling of claims you're talking uh, more than 51% of all the claims took more than five years to settle. And now why is the General Accounting Office looking into this program? Well, let's look at it. Now, they, they, the General Accounting Office said uh, vaccines save lives by preventing disease in people who receive them. In some instances, a vaccine can have severe side effects, including death or an injury requiring a lifetime of medical care. Now, the General Accounting Office was asked to examine how long it takes to adjudicate claims and how claims have been adjudicated, the changes to the vaccine injury table, and how the balance of spending from the Vaccine Injury Compensation Trust Fund uh, have changed, among other objectives. Now, they found out that more than 9,800 claims have been filed with the Vaccine uh, Injury Compensation Program uh, since the fiscal year 1999, and some have taken multiple years to adjudicate. Now, this is interesting. What the accounting office said is that the Health and Human Services has added six vaccines to the vaccine injury table, but it doesn't add any injuries that those, those vaccines can cause, so nothing is covered. So think of this. You've got a liability-free product, a liability-free product, that they have a table of injuries that this product can cause, and that may take years to get compensated for because you can't sue the doctor and you can't sue the company. And Health and Human Services is supposed to do a report every two years to Congress. And, but during the um, advent or the ad, ad adding of all of these different vaccines, they're not saying that any of these vaccines can be covered. Uh, so Health and Human Services is considering adding covered injuries associated with this vaccine, but as of September 2014, it hasn't published any final rules to do so. Now, here's the interesting part. When we look at the original um, vaccine, now this was to make vaccines safer. And, and, <sighs> okay, now what... And this is the law, okay, this is the 1986 Vaxery Injury Compensation Act that, like, literally gives pharmaceutical companies uh, uh, immunity from liability, but re it requires the government to conduct safety tests. And what it says in the actual law is that within two years of December 22, 1987, 
and periodically thereafter the Secretary shall prepare and transmit to the Committee on Energy and Commerce of the House of Representatives and the Committee on Labor and Human Resources of the Senate a report describing the actions taken pursuant to the subsection um, subsection during the preceding two-year period. That means every two years, every two years, uh, Health and Human Services is supposed to um, put forth a report. Now, what's wild is 32 years this has been since they uh, uh, said you've got to do this report. There hasn't been one report put forth to Congress. So you have a liability-free product that's toxic and dangerous that according to the General Health uh, Accounting Office said they can cause death or injury requiring a lifetime of medical care. And the vaccines that they've added to it uh, are not covered. Now, let's look at um, Money Life. The, the new guidelines from the World Health Organization puts children's lives at risks. Uh, this means that the Manual on Classification of Adverse Events Following Immunizations, uh, warning that the new guidelines put children's life at risk. Now, quote, in other words, if after a vaccination a child with an underlying congenital heart disease develops cardiac failure, it wouldn't be considered causality related to the vaccine. So they say this can embolden vaccine manufacturers to be more reckless with regard to adverse reactions. In fact, a new study in India showed that the switch from DPT to the um, pentavalent vaccine almost doubled the deaths following the vaccine. It, this is crazy. So when we look at this, what what about the is it is it just sacrificing kids for the greater good? Um, and sacrificing children. If you had now, here's a question that was proposed at the last seminar. If you had an, an amazing um, thing that could decrease chickenpox and could decrease measles, but it was going to cost the lives of a few children, so do you sacrifice those children for the greater good? Is it okay to sacrifice kids? So how many kids is it appropriate to sacrifice? Is it one kid that you could sacrifice for every thousand kids? Is it one kids for every 10,000? Or are we asking the wrong question? Is there a better, safer alternative that doesn't cost the sacrifice of children's lives that you can actually protect children in a healthier manner that doesn't cost children's lives? Wouldn't that be a question? So are we going back to children's sacrifice? Well, let's look at the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices. Now, this was done uh, back at the beginning of the year. Now, what's amazing is they're approving a new adjuvant in the vaccine system that not only causes, um, well, it causes a myocardial infarction signal. What that means is you get this vaccine, it may protect you from, from hepatitis B, However, nobody knows. It's never been used in conjunction with other adjuvanated vaccines, so they, that's a whole new thing. It does have a risk of heart attack, and that's a whole new thing. So what are they going to do? Are they going to make it a safe product? No, because, because the product is not liable 
or the company isn't liable for the outcome, what they're going to do is put it on the market for two years, and then by 2020, they're going to see how many ki- people they killed versus uh, the incident of disease. And so if they didn't kill that many, then it will be approved. So we're going back to the kid's sacrifice, the human sacrifice. So how many people is it appropriate to do a medical therapy that's forced on the public without um, any recourse? Does this make sense? It's insane. So remember this. There's no liability for this product. So how healthy are our kids? 54% have a chronic illness or disease. That means something they'll never recover from. 26,000 babies die before their first birthday in America. And the U.S. in 2016, the U.S. was ranked 77th in infant mortality rate. The U.S. has one of the world's highest child vaccination rates, the lowest infectious disease rates, and we have one of the worst infant mortality rates. That means we have low infectious diseases, but more kids are dying. So, and we also have the, the one of the highest maternal mortality rates. This means mothers that are given birth in this country are dying at a greater rate. In fact, the maternal mortality rate between 1990 and 2013 uh, near, more than doubled. Could this be that when we would never give a vaccine to a pregnant woman before 2005, and now more than 50% of pregnant women are receiving both the DPT and the uh, flu shot, uh, it's crazy. Well, let's look at the British Journal of uh, Cancer. Now, this was uh, published in 2007. What they, they say, okay, um, let, let, let's just go on childhood tumors. Now, this is the National Registry of Childhood Tumors. So if we have, again, um, how could cancer be prevalent in um, our kids? Now, what this is, British Journal of Cancer, largest uh, cancer data group, National Registry of Childhood Tumors, and it went from uh, 1962 to the present day. Now, it confirmed that childhood cancer rates increased by 1% a year over the last 30 years. That means a 30% increase. And in fact, over 20% of all deaths are occurring between 1 to 14-year-olds are due to cancer. Um, That's 20% of all deaths of children 1 to 14 years old are from cancer. Now, malignant brain tumors are the leading cause of cancer death among children and the second most common type of pediatric cancer. The interesting part is after several decades of investigation, several decades, the ideology of child brain tumors is unknown. That means kids are getting brain tumors. So now what toxin, what could possibly cross the blood-brain barrier since the blood-brain barrier isn't fully formed? Could it be that the vaccines have neurotoxins in there? Absolutely. When we look at, um, let's look at a study out of Finland. Now, this was published in the PLOS journal in March 2012. 
and they found out that there was a huge uh, association with a childhood narcolepsy. These means kids having a seizure passing out from the H1N1 vaccine. Let's look at the Journal of Cancer and Epidemiology. Now, they found out that worldwide there's a massive increase in thyroid cancers. Now, could it be from Fukushima? Could it be from uh, better diagnosing? Could it be from excess radiation or unrecognized carcinogens? So what is the cause? I mean, when we look at this, cancer is not something you get from bad luck or bad genes. Cancer you have to actually earn. That means cancer is a metabolic disease. Cancer is a disease of metabolism. It's from a poisoning of the body or toxic food, toxic medical procedures, or toxic environment. So we cannot treat cancer with another toxin. Uh, I mean, if you look at the, um, the, the book by Dr. Thomas uh, Seyfried, world-renowned researcher in the field of genetics and biochemistry, this guy wrote the book, Cancer as a Metabolic Disease, because if it is from a, a poisoning, this means that you can radically alter the therapies and radically alter the outcome of every cancer patient by dealing with the deficiencies and toxicities that they're exposed to, by altering their immune system in the, in the positive way. This means that altering an immune system with an inflammatory product like the vaccines, you're weakening the immune system. Could this be why we have one of the lowest infectious disease rates, but the highest cancer rates, the highest um, chronic disease rates in the world, and the highest death rate of children of any industrialized country? This is mind-blowing. Wake up. We've got to look at that, that gal, the original article that, that I started this with. The head of the National Cancer Institute, director of the National uh, Institute of Health, and, and she is saying that the entire system is dysfunctional. If we look at cancer as a metabolic disease, okay, now this was an article published in January uh, 2010. A view of cancer as primarily a metabolic disease will impact approaches to cancer management and prevention that nearly all cancers, regardless of cell or tissue in origin, all cancer is from a disease of metabolism. This is huge. Think of this. Think of this. Because cancer cells uh, are produced in the body on a natural basis. 10,000 cancer cells a day are produced. This means that your body has a mechanism already to knock out those cancers. So cancer only becomes life-threatening when your immune system allows it to prol proliferate and it also your toxic exposure from either vaccines, medication, environmental poisons, from the food system, the air, the environment, something, something is negatively affecting your disease. So does that mean that the actual solution for cancer that there's no magic pill, there's no magic bullet, there's no magic chemotherapy or radiation, that the natural, the, the solution for cancer is also the same as the prevention of cancer, that all you got to do is deal with your physical, chemical, and emotional stress. You got to clean up your diet. You've got to eat correctly, think correctly, move correctly. I mean, this is going to be wild. 
if you start looking that cancer actually has solutions, that antioxidants actually prevent cancer. It turns out that fresh fruit, vegetables are good for you. And that if you try and alter your immune system with a toxic product, that you actually end up with a larger negative. So what do you do to solve cancer? Well, I encourage you to, again, think of this. Think of the article I started this with. Then this is by Dr. Katami. And this is retired professor, former director of both the National Institute of Health and National Cancer Institute. She said this is a failed uh, a potent recipe for fair therapeutics that kills patients but generates huge corporate profits. So why are the uh, why are all of the doctors talking about the latest drug, the latest vaccine, the latest medical intervention? Why are these medical therapies forced on the public? Why are vaccines no longer, is there informed consent? Why do we have to com- uh, conform to this? Otherwise, you will lose your job or your child won't get an education. I, I, this is insane to force a toxic product onto the public. This is bringing back childhood sacrifice. Yes, some kids are going to die from it. Some adults are going to develop diseases, but it's for the greater good. Shut up and take your shot. What kind of barbaric civilization are we living into? It's time to take up the pitchforks. It's time to realize that your health is your responsibility. Government cannot regulate it. Forced medical procedures without your consent. Good God, do you think that our founding fathers could have ever gone along with this? Do you think your grandparents would have gone along with this? Do you think that you, the, the, parent, the, the grandparents that you had storming the beaches of Normandy, trying to fight for freedom, do you think that those people would have gone with forced medical procedures without your consent, particularly with cancer-causing agents and damaging agents, when they're watching their population fall that 54% of kids getting a chronic illness or disease, we're seeing our population get sick and diseased by following this? No, we take the world back. There's better ways to strengthen the immune system. How do you do it? Right now, you switch to an organic plant-based diet. That's it, bottom line. You start eating fermented vegetables so you can build that healthy gut flora. If you're taking medications, find out why you're taking them. Get your body strong enough and reverse the process so you don't take a chemical to alter your physiology. When we talk about juicing vegetables, why? Because most people are in a stress state. They can't process nutrients. They're, they, they're in a sympathetic dominant state or a stress state. And so we need to pre-digest that by blending fr- fruits, juicing vegetables. And there's a number of different therapies that are effective. Some of the therapies out there will advocate veganism. And that's okay. They work. Proven. They, we're talking Gerson. Other therapies are out there talking about um, animal fats, such as um, the budwig diet, utilizing cottage cheese and flaxseed, those are also effective. Then you look at um, SCACT, again, Native American therapies that are very effective. Then you look at the raw liver shakes by William Kelly. There's so many effective therapies out there that are non-toxic that strengthen the immune system.
Basically, don't poison yourself. Rebuild your gut flora by doing healthy fermented foods. Look at the things you can add to your diet, like black seed oil. We're talking over 800 peer-reviewed published studies that prove the benefits of black seed oil. I mean, we're talking antibacterial, antifungal, antioxidant, antiviral. I mean, this is amazing. When we look at turmeric, Turmeric has anti-neoplastic properties. It literally can stop cancers. So wouldn't it make sense to put a little bit of turmeric in your soup or, or to, you know, saute up your vegetables, put a little bit of curcumin or turmeric in there? Of course it does. It just makes perfect sense. This is how your body is designed. You're designed to have these um, nutrients available to you. When we look at vitamin D, vitamin D is not toxic. People have been living in the sun for millennia. Okay, if you're in the sun for a long period of time, wear a hat. If not, your skin will darken. You can see this, okay, but just understand this. The further away from the equator you get, the higher disease rates you're going to get, like from breast cancer and prostate cancer. Vitamin D is essential. How come the Eskimos um, were able to stay in an area without sun and still have low cancer rates? Because they got vitamin D from the fish oil. So if you're away from the sun, you need to supplement with vitamin T, D. And again, when we're talking about cancer rates, every cancer out there shows low vitamin D has a risk factor. And in fact, normalizing your vitamin D can reduce your risk of cancer by more than 50%. If there was a drug out there that would reduce your cancer by 50%, they'd be giving it to you. Uh, When you look at vitamin C, vitamin C is amazing because they found out a 15-year-long research project uh, called RECNAC. Now, this is cancer spelled backwards showed groundbreaking that vitamin C was selectively cytotoxic against cancer cells. So when you're looking at chemotherapy that kills all the cells, and hopefully you can kill more cancer cells than, than healthy cells, vitamin C actually kills cancer cells. How is that for it? So when we talk about health, when we talk about cancer, Cancer is not something you catch. It's not bad luck or bad genes. You actually have to earn it. So make sure you look at our five keys to health, and it seems too simple. But you've got to get your nervous system working correctly. You've got to get that nervous system checked. Because if you're in a stress state, your body is going to be weakened. You've got to do regular exercise. This means a half hour a day of at least walking a day. I mean, you can do a sit-up challenge. You can do 10 sit-ups a day. You can do a push-up challenge. You do 10 push-ups a day. Start easy. But if you do this for a week, what is that? 70 sit-ups, 70 push-ups. It seems simple, but it accumulates. So a little bit of exercise every day. Proper nutrition, plant-based, organic, and seasonal seems too simple, but that's what you need. You need to supplement with certain minerals because our soil is depleted. You may need to get certain vitamins to handle nutrient deficiencies. You may need to do um, juicing and blending if you're in a stress state. 
sufficient rest. This is when your body regenerates. And so get watch our videos on sleep and prayer and meditation. An attitude of gratitude is one of the keys to regenerating your system. I encourage you to do this Extreme Health Challenge. Go to ExtremeHealthChallenge.com. Do our challenge this month. It's all on things you can do 14 days in a row to, to reverse cancer, to reverse the causes of cancer, and to maintain your health. And also, next year, and, it, and it's something too, because we already have around 25 cabins um, that are booked but it's from March 15th to March 21st. We're going from Miami, Florida, to Cozumel, to Havana, Cuba. And this is going to be a blast. I mean, if you think about this, okay, we're going to Mexico and Cuba. Uh, we've got a great lineup of speakers. Go to drjohnbergman.com. That's D-R-J-O-H-N Bergman.com and sign up for the cruise. It, even though it's about six or eight months out, the, the cabins are going quick. So I encourage you to get on there, uh, order your cabin. But, but also, too, it's not just the 16 hours of teaching. Uh, we're going to be there for seven days. You're going to be hanging with the speakers. You're going to be having dinner with them, lunch with them, scuba dive with them, snorkeling with them. And you can talk to us because, I mean, honest to God, talk about regular people. I'm more regular than most people. So it's going to be a blast to hang out with you. We're going to have this and all the data and all the science to back up what I'm talking about tonight at our talk. Hopefully we're going to be able to simulcast it on Facebook and YouTube. But just know, look in the mirror and smile. Your body is made in the image and likeness of God. You are a brilliant, self-healing, self-regulating biologic machine that's renewed. Your body can't catch cancer. You've got to earn it. And the only way to fight it is by strengthening your immune system. Next time you walk by a mirror, you look in that mirror and you smile. You're made by God, built by God. There is a vital force energy that flows through that nervous system. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you. I'm your health advocate, and I love you. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus